I was editing. It's really hard in like um, architectural photography because mm. I've like just gotten around to like starting to edit the photos I did in Portugal. Scott sent you any photos of the corners of the buildings? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. 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 That is hard to do to get those lines straight. So it's like because you you'll have like the center line is straight, but then the other two will be all fucked yeah. up and especially with the distance mm. like vertically as yeah. well like yeah, yeah i can show you some examples later it's it's tough to kind of get those ones. so if you wanted to like say shoot a skyscraper from the bottom you know how it curves in mm. is there a way to counteract that within the camera or is that all like as like edited um or would you need some like super specific lens in the camera it depends it depends on what lens you use mm. like so here's the thing, the, the wider you go in terms of focal length, and focus, focal length is just like, um, basically like how, how, how wide is your shot? Like mm. if it's a high number, then it's like really zoomed in. If it's like, so on this camera at the moment, on this lens, it's like 35. And it's measured in millimeters. What it means yeah, yeah. is, whatever. 35 is like a pretty standard length. Well, for yeah. what we do anyway, like. Yeah, I mean, for, for the space we're in, it, it's wide for what it is. It's but usually like 35 to 50. It's twenty eight to seventy is like a pretty standard range. Okay. Um, most kit lenses will like mine's twenty eight to seventy. Canon side it might be, you get like eighteen to fifty five. So it's yeah. like eighteen is like really wide. Yeah. Fifty five is like so fifty is about like what we see with our eye. Okay. So like the other lens that I have is a fifty, and the, like the, it's called like a nifty fifty lens, which <laughs> basically is like it's usually the cheapest lens that you can buy. They're really cheap. They're really simple to make. Um, but like, so there, there's two types of lenses. You have, um, fixed focal lens and you have zoom lenses. Um, basically that means like, so with a fixed focal length, you can't zoom. But what that means is you have to, if you want to zoom or you want to like get closer to something, you have to move, like you <laughs> zoom with your feet basically. Um, so with that kind of, uh, focal length with a 50, it's, it's roughly like what you see with your eye. You can like probably eyeball most shots. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's where it's like really handy. Um, I never knew that. That's really because like, clever. then if you're trying to get a shot, essentially like what you see, it's like, oh, okay, I'll want to, you know, if I see this and it's far away, then I should probably get closer. Or if I see something and it's really close to me, then I have to back up. It is, uh, that makes a lot, like for amateur photographers, that's just a great way to get used yeah. to scaling yourself. It's, it's like. on a lot of film cameras as well. Like you'll either have like a 35 mil or a 50 as like what comes with your camera. Or like yeah. it, it, like when my dad gave me his film camera, it, it had a 50 on it. Like that's it. What's considered a macro lens? Is that 18 to 35? So ma macros can be any focal length. Right. The, the difference with a macro lens is that um, it's how close you can focus on something. Right. Because it's good. I know it's good for close-up photography. Of yeah. Like people are that's that's the purpose of macro lenses. Yeah. So a macro lens, say, say on this lens, like I could maybe get, I don't know, like 30 centimeters away from something. Yeah. And um, it will still focus on it. Whereas with a macro... I can have a lens and I can get like this close to whatever it is mm. and it will still focus. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just because it's, it's how like the, the, the lens, the, yeah, the lens elements are in the, in the lens when and I how they're arranged and stuff. When how cameras work, they blew my fucking mind. <laughs> Especially like digital mm. cameras and stuff because you wouldn't expect it to be physical. But like, mm. then you had this diagram of these bouncing mirrors and it's, it like go, yeah. it, it's insane. You'd think it would just be like a straight, Thing, yeah, right? and my camera, sense. my camera doesn't have a mirror. 
Because oh, it's really? mirrorless, yeah. Oh, okay. These are newer ones. And it, like, is that a more modern thing now, just mirrorless cameras? Yeah. Okay. I mean, phones are mirrorless. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, before like before the way it works is like there's there's a mirror. And if it's digital, it's, it's a mirror. And the way that the lenses work is they kind of like um, go like this with the light that comes into the lens. Mm. And then with that, it kind of like crosses over. So the image is flipped. Right. And then that's where the cameras have a processor in it, just a computer. And it like captures flip all the light. It and kind of take all that data and actually like interpret it as a photo yeah um, it like digitally paints on a minuscule level the light that it's basically it's like, like individual pixels and then that that's where you get like raw jpeg and like these yeah. kind of things but this is this is where like photography really or, or just like imagery in general gets really complicated it sounds um, right it feels like we're recording are we actually recording yeah we are recording okay cool yeah i mean i'm just gonna do the intro now though while we're talking yeah yeah go for welcome it. to the munchie media podcast i'm mason i'm nick with no k love it sorry that felt good i like that <laughs> carry <laughs> just on went straight into it. i was just like i enjoyed I, that like yeah <laughs> so uh i was um, just gonna be really upset if we weren't recording because i was like this is this is a podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> a couple years ago um my dad was working at nokia and really yeah so ba- basically he worked for a different company and then nokia bought the department mm. uh, or bought the company that he worked for right. and it just became a department in nokia and this happened like twice. It was like the most <laughs> convoluted thing ever. It's like they, they bought the company, then sold it to a different company. And then like a year later, they bought it again. Were they just seen this like workforce essentially where like a company could just say, right, you work for us now. It's obviously, they're contracted yeah, to their company, but like the not, maybe the building or the department. Not really. It was like, so the, the company that my dad worked for, they worked on something called... Um, oh, fuck. I don't even remember. It's like CDNs <laughs> or something. Nokia Um <laughs> Yeah, it it wasn't like the phones division. It was basically on like networking tools. Mm. Um, at the time, they were working on five G before like five G was released. How recently was this? Like five years ago. Okay, so we're talking about like modern Nokia yeah. phones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is like a while ago, um, a little while ago at least. Uh, I love that. That kind of just means that five G is a bit more real than we would like it to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like th- this is the thing. Like, like five G is coming out now as like a thing, yeah. but like it's been. Like people have been working on this for a long time, because is it and mainly Nokia the was also just the signal strength and the aerials and stuff and satellites? Yeah, so if, like the difference with five G to four G is that um, one, the speeds are faster, right? But what that means is that um, it goes on a different frequency, basically. From from what I understand, at least, it goes on a different frequency, so it's at a different wavelength. Um, but what that means is that the the actual wavelength can't travel as far. So the the big thing with 5G is like you can get way faster speeds, but the reason why it hasn't like got as much uh, coverage as 4G and 3G and stuff like that is that um, you need way more antennas. Right. Um, so you literally need like <laughs> an antenna kind of like every... You like, need like a more concentrated like source. A, as of... much as you... I, I may be like wrong completely on the amount of distance here, but like... Think like, you know how many street lights you have just in a row? Like that kind of thing. You well, need, like, like for every house almost. Like. Basically, yeah. yeah. So you can get like proper coverage. So then you can actually utilize 5G to would its they full ever, potential. Because I'm thinking like, uh, maybe a way to do this in the future mm. was that you would ping off of every cell phone you could. So that if there's a cluster of people, mm. you're all pinging off each other, which would just create like a very concentrated mm. source. I don't know if... Because phones have outgoing signals, so I imagine they could... Because you can do hotspots and stuff, so it's like yeah. If they maybe like delve deeper into, or if they research more maybe. stuff into it, like I I'd imagine that it 
probably runs into like a power issue that yeah. you wouldn't be able to like it's all battery you power, wouldn't be like, able to be... relay like the full power of a 5g signal at least i don't yeah. think i could be wrong but anyway uh, when my dad was working there every year um they had like a uh they had like a you know like a family bar barbecue kind of thing uh -huh. like yeah, all, uh, you classic. know all the guys that worked at in that particular branch had like you know family barbecue and like everyone could come you had free food free like ice cream all that shit <laughs> just like, think i just imagine your shit. dad in like a scene of fast and furious like <laughs> family <laughs> the, the good shit basically um but when so and this is in cambridge bear in mind so when when i went one time i must have been i don't know 14 15 yeah this is when i was like really kind of starting to really get into photography and i think at that point i must have been studying it at either gcse or just going into sixth form not sure it's usually like um, the last year of school that you start finding mm, the pathway it was something like, like that but but uh so like a lot of the guys that my dad worked with were like these are like really really smart guys that are mm -hmm. like you know these are guys that studied like computer science that have phds like multiple like really like geniuses basically yeah um and like my, my dad was talking to this guy and i was just sitting there with him and then he just starts to like explain how like the physics of like the light and the photons and how that all works in in a camera and i i think like i got like kind of to a point and then i i kind of like I don't know, I found some kind of excuse to, to just leave because I was like, this is just going way over my head. I don't get it. You to go do homework so you can come back and start again. Like. Yeah, he even gave me a book. It, it wasn't actually on, like, photography or anything like that, but it was it, it was some book on physics, and, like, I, I read through, like, a quarter of it. And I, I You just, went, like, I want to do photography, and your dad went, here's a physics book. Like. And the guy gave it to me, not, not my oh, dad. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, he, he tried to... He was explaining how, like, these lenses work and how the photons and, like, it all goes into the lens and then the sensor interprets it. I was like, oh, my God. This, like, I understood it to a point. And at this point, I can maybe understand it more if we had that conversation again. But, like, at the time, it was just so much for me. Like, what the hell? I don't think uh, I've heard the word photon since GCSE science. <laughs> since school, since yeah. you've been in a class. I just had, like, a real horrible shake of, like, have I not done my homework? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, like, oh, like photography, you can go so in-depth on the details and the physics of how it actually works. Um but at the same time, like, you can keep it really simple and just focus on, like, like the, the artistic side of, of photography as right. well. Because um, I feel like people that lean more towards the digital side uh, tend to be in it more for the aesthetic and the, hmm. the final art. Whereas, yeah. like, say, like, um, Scott and anyone that, do, like, dabbles in more practical photography. Mm. What's the right word? Film photography. Like, um, yeah, you know, and it's like, I feel like you've really got to know what you're doing. And that means just in terms of like the mechanics, the physics, like where you are, mm. it's so much more important. Whereas if, if I'm working, I can take terrible photos and just know I can Photoshop half of it out. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not having to learn the science of photography I'm mm. having to learn the art of Photoshop. And it's mm. very different, but it all falls under right. similar blankets. Like with, with your final product, that is right. Cause like, you don't know if the consumer would even tell, mm. but like, you know, the process. Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's a, a saying in, in uh, photography, and it kind of it applies to life as well. But um, so in photography, that I didn't realize how closely photography and life were just physics, well, it's, lifestyle. <laughs> it's just things that kind of tie into each other. If you take like a small idea that's specific to whatever you do, yeah. you can kind of extrapolate it to like life, and then it, it usually applies. Synergy is a bitch, man. Yeah, it's, it, it's the way it, it applies life. in a similar way. So in, in photography, there's, there's there's a term that 
kind of goes that like do it in the camera first get it right in the camera and then you don't have to fix it in post right so, so basically get it right the first time and then you don't have to like do it a second time right yeah, yeah. so measure like, twice cut once that's like, that, that's yeah yeah. So that that's where um, film, such different backgrounds. Yeah, same lesson. <laughs> exactly. It's like same lesson, just different saying, right? Yeah. So um, that's where f- film photography is really valuable because y- you don't get like you have a set amount of shots. It'll be twenty eight shots or, or thirty two if you're doing thirty five mil. Yeah. If you do um, like medium format, then you might get eight, <laughs> twelve shots maybe. Yeah. Um, so you have to like take your time to like look at the scene. Do, one, do I want to take this photo? Is it worth taking? Yeah, yeah. And then okay, like okay, so what's the lighting like? How how should I approach this? What kind of look do I want? And then you kind of you know change your settings and then you take the shot. Yeah. Um, whereas with digital, it's way easier to just like just snap, 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 snap. <laughs> well, I've noticed um, it more in like this kind of retro vibe that I've been seeing a lot more, like a lot of bands now. There's one that I'm listening to at the minute, I think they're called Young Tones. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like a very Asian, retro-inspired, like, jazzy band. Okay. And every everything is shot um, in, like, a square frame, right? Mm. Obviously, it's all done in post, all the filter effects, all of... They, they didn't shoot it in, um, in actual film. Mm. But now it's, like, it's quite common to see people emulate the looks. Yeah. And it's becoming easier to do it. I'm not a huge fan of that. I've got to be real. <laughs> I might be wrong. They might do it. In I film, get so many like... adverts on my phone, like on, on Instagram or whatever, for like different apps that are like, oh, like get this like VHS looking or like like Kodak film. Change full- your yeah, face. It's like, <laughs> I get it. I get like going for the aesthetic and just kind of editing your photos in a particular way. But I, I think like... like 30 pounds to get the full package exactly it's, <laughs> it's like you, you download the app you go check it out one there's there's one there's Free one way. app called prequel uh-huh i've seen ads for i'm it pretty sure everywhere. i've seen that before I fucking hate the app i downloaded it i tried it i'm really curious and if it, i've got one on my phone it literally it, like i tried some different filters and it takes forever to like load the filter on like one photo it's, it's and i'm like built for rendering is yeah it? it's like i'm like what phone. the hell isn't like okay cool like you have different cool effects and shit but i can't oh, actually use oh them. i do have it i have you what is it idiot. i have pre-cool and filter i've get never used off, them get never, that off your app. i'm gonna uninstall get it them. off your phone okay i'll that's, show you how to <laughs> No, but on on prequel, I have Adobe. Like, why am I even bothering? The thing is, right? It's it's good for people that like don't have Adobe, that don't have any experience at all, because it's just a quick way that you can edit your your photos. In theory, except it's not quick, because I downloaded the app and I tried it, and I was like, I literally had to wait there for like a few minutes just for the filter to load, and I was like, horrible. Not even like rendering it. That's just seeing it. I mean, and to be fair, like, look, if you're editing a video and stuff, I have to sit there and just wait for it to render anyway. Yeah. But like, if you're trying, if you're doing it on your phone for the purpose of doing it quickly, it kind of defeats the point. I think also Photoshop Express, like I've, I've used it on my phone just for like quick, easy photography. Yeah. I actually really like it. Yeah. It's yeah. super simple. Everything's a sliding bar. Mm. It's a bit like Instagram and it's like, mm. I don't know if it's free, but like, I know that anyone could use it. And yeah. they could that's, do exactly what they could do on these. That's, that's one area where Adobe has kind of excelled. Because it's like... Um, They've made it super convenient. On computer, Photoshop is really complicated. Or, or not really complicated, but it's like there's just a whole lot of stuff that it's not definitely obvious. definitely puts new people yeah. off. It's not obvious how you do a lot of things. Whereas I think what they've done with like even the, the apps on the iPad and, yeah. and the apps on the phone, which are just like kind of just mobile light versions of the bigger apps, yeah. is they've 
try to make it intuitive so anyone can use it because obviously at the moment there's there's competition from like Canva and Figma and all these like different like web-based apps I do like that are just trying uh, to simplify it for like kind of like corporate like individuals yeah. or like uh, like smaller brands that don't like they don't have the money to pay a designer or don't have the money to hire someone or pay for the software I was thinking right obviously I've just walked through Wembley uh, Box Park right and I've seen all the pride flags that are up and then I had a thought because I'm always thinking like oh they must they change this flag like pretty often and what I mean often. by changes they add like new colors new mm. all of that and it's like they'll they'll be like a pattern to it and I was thinking yeah since the first, I can't remember when the original Pride flag came out, like the the original rainbow color, right? That was one flag. Since then, companies every year mm. have been able to produce a new flag, and it's like mm. it's a really cynical take on it. But it was like every year, if they keep updating mm. that flag, there is so much business just from that yeah. alone. There is like people that have to put the flags up, the posters up, all the rebranding, graphic designers get paid, mm. um, uh, you know, flag companies get paid to make more. If it was all one flag, a bit like the British and America flags, like there is enough out there already. But if it's always new, it's always circular. It's yeah. a bit like superheroes. Every time they get a new costume, they get new toys. Mm. So why would you keep them? I mean, safe? it's not necessarily like a new. Um, oh, it's not new at all. Like, like a new flag per se. It's just that kind of. Like no offense to to that that whole fit I, I sphere mean, of, of I do uh, mean the corporate side of this, by the way, not the yeah. actual movement or the sure. the community. But at I all. think something that goes along with that is that like in the past two years, I've noticed that like there's been two or three letters added, and that's meant that two or three other like types of flags have been added to. Because I thought that's what the, the plus was for, wasn't it? It was it was well, yeah. everything else. But it's like, like so you have like. LGBTQ plus and then so bad. I like look I, I'm not qualified at all to comment on what <laughs> the what the people. other letters are but it's like so with um I know that with like pansexual there's like a flag that goes along with that right and for like gay there's a right, flag that goes along with that yeah, and yeah. that that's why you have like and now it's not just the rainbow it's the rainbow plus the like other it's flags. like light bluish and then there's yeah it's the purple so, the black and yeah, it's yeah. it's something like that. So that that's why, like, kind of each year, it kind of just gets updated with whatever the like yeah. latest. That's what I think. Uh, I don't think it's is. necessarily the same. It's it's, it's a coincidental yeah. happiness for both sides. Yeah. The corporate side get a ton of money in mm. their industries, mm. um, and obviously they get a flag that represents them better. Yeah. But it's like neither of them are actively trying to work together here. Yeah. But like corporate just gets to like, Ooh, I'll take a slice of yeah. that pie. I mean, like, with with Wembley over here, what what I've noticed, obviously, I live here, so. Um, what I've noticed is one, they, they change it for events. That's when they change right. it. So at, at the new. moment, there's like some company that's building like all these new flats and stuff, all the developers. The one it's, uh, it's, down it's, the road? Yeah. It's just a full building though. Yeah. It looks really nice. Yeah. It's like a few all, months all, ago, all the construction, nothing. like they're, they're all just about finished and that, but now they're like getting done. Dude, it, it the, looks the, nice. The speed at which this city and uh, same with New York, I imagine the mm. way they expand now. Yeah. Is, it's pop-up skyscrapers. Yeah. That's insane. There's a building that I can just literally just down my road that when I moved in, it was, you know, all covered in scaffolding, like they're still finishing it off. Yeah. And now, like, I, I bet in like the next month it's going to be open. Like It's I, like furnished now. Yeah. Like, you see the work people like, in the uh, yeah, yeah. the entrance. Yeah. Just chilling now. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of crazy. But, it must be really so, satisfying to just finish a building like that. Yeah. Like, to be a part of that. Like Yeah. So there, there's a company that's like, uh, I think it's like Quintain Living or something like that. They have their. I'm, I'm sure they pay for it because yeah, none of this shit is free. But it's like they, whenever there's not an event on, they have their flags on there. Right. Like oh, like come live here, blah blah blah. And then so like recently, the weird thing about uh, so June is the like Pride Month, right? 
But then mm-hmm. what I noticed is the LGBTQ flags were not up for like the entire month. Like I went right. until I went, until the I went to Portugal. I went to Portugal midway through the month, maybe like <coughs> on the fifteenth or sixteenth, something like that. That's when when I left, and I was only there for like five days something like that mm-hmm. when i came back that's when i noticed that oh like they've changed the things it's like finally it's up so but it was only there for like two weeks <laughs> which is i don't know i find that funny whereas like at work um we like basically like instantly changed like all our stuff to like you know have yeah, the, like the, ins- the, the, the flag. Even, like, instagram graphics and yeah. stuff all got updated the profile pictures <laughs> yeah i know that like a lot of people find it uh it's it's like a an empty gesture because it's like oh well like you just for the month of July or like, June it, de- like, it depends what they do during mm. that time if they just put it up and expect like more mm. money like what's um like like BLM is like October or something September October right. something like that and then mm. like every brand does like you know the black logo and people feel like it's it's just an empty thing or like. But yeah. also, if they didn't do it, then people would be like, oh, they don't even give a shit. Well, this is the problem with a lot of issues that we have is no one's willing to meet in the middle and no one's willing, especially talking mm. about the middle. People hate talking about that gray area where people have to compromise. It's not left or right. Mm. It's not black and white. It's Everyone's digging their feet. Yeah. And it's like, if you, right, you want the issue to end, right? Let's say, and you're, you're, in, you're like, you'll say that you want people to be more open and free and we can talk about it. But then if people talk about it and it's not the exact thing that you want to hear, mm. your first reaction can't be an outburst of rage and mm. I'm going to put you in the ground. You know, mm. it's like, it's it's got to be right. Well, tell me where you're coming from. Yeah. I'm going to tell you where I'm coming from. Yeah. And then we're going to understand each other and why we're in these positions. Mm. And then maybe one of us will get more educated and we can find a happy solution. Yeah, yeah. That is how you end the issue. Yeah. What people rather do, as we all know, they'll hop on Twitter, they'll find... The other side, like, they'll find the opposite of what they want to see. Yeah. And they'll find it very intentionally, the most, dra- like, dramatic thing. Mm. And then they'll plaster it over their socials. Mm. Fuck this guy. He's not with us. Rah, rah. And then they'll do the same. Mm. And then that divide just gets further and further apart, right? Yeah. And it's like one side is quite, you know. But, like, the mm. other side, if you're preaching, like, peace and better humanity, you've got to be better. You've got to act better. Yeah. You can't be the same because otherwise you're just dragging yourself down. Yeah, change starts with, from within. Right. And it, it and that community will over, only ever be as strong as its weakest links and its weakest members. Because mm. if those people are dragging it down, the people that are dragging it up are just constantly feeling this weight pulling yeah. back on them. Yeah, yeah. You see it in every community and it's, it's always the minority mm. of people sure. that are just the loudest. The vocal, yeah, the vocal minority. And so everyone just assumes yeah. that they're the only people yeah. in that group you know there was some video that i watched a while ago and and uh, a guy said in it um so people don't listen with the intent of understanding or just hearing you out people listen with the intent of responding and that's a, like a really da- thing out, yeah like, it's yeah. a really dangerous thing because it's like i'm i'm just waiting for you to finish what you're saying so i can just say my piece <laughs> instead of like waiting for you to finish what you're saying but at the same time like listening is a skill like it's an active skill that you have to like okay like what is this person saying and like it's it's called um cognitive dissonance it's like what what are they saying that 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 doesn't like align with what i believe in my head and like it it makes you reconsider like what could i be wrong about this thing or or like and even if you think even if if you think about it and go actually no like i think my stance is still right um, but it's, it's that dissonance that makes you think about it and say like, oh, like, is, is this right? Am, am I wrong? Like, should I reconsider this? And that, that's where like change comes from. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's really tough in, in today's day and I've age. Not, like, because, uh, well, people yeah. will often like give you the answer they think they should give without a second thought, right? Mm. So when you say, like, you need to think about what you say, most people mm. go, obviously, I've been told that a billion times. Mm. All right, but do you do it? Yeah. Yeah, obviously, right, but you're not even thinking in this response. You're just saying it. Yeah. And it's a really hard thing for people to get a grasp of. But it's like, mm. you really need to take a second, yeah. follow it step by step before you go, oh, that's what it means. Mm. It's like, yeah, it's, it, and it's the same with a lot of issues. You say, people just expect the right response without giving a second thought to it. Mm. Or it's like, they might think about it at a very base level. This is good, this is bad. Yeah. But do they just sit on their own and think about it and research it and then go, okay, I have a better understanding. Mm. Next time someone asks me this, I'll give them my... Like, yeah. do you know, it, it's just it's just the time of actually taking account... Because what you're doing when you're supporting a message or you're being under a banner mm. is you are representing it and you have a responsibility to those things, right? Mm. And if you're not doing your part... It's segregation. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's literally like, segregation. Segregation for stupid like, people. This is one one thing, like, I'll, I'll stand by this. It's like, pe- people are like, oh, like... You know, as communities, as this group, you know, we're being inclusive. And it's like, but like assigning yourself to a group and to like, inherently and, and <laughs> it's like, and, and like, you know, basically battering anyone that doesn't agree with whatever your group says by doing that, that, that is segregation. Like it's not inclusive. It's actually exclusive. Like I, I'll stand by literally that. Literally saying die. that I want these people, this group. Yeah. The rest of you, maybe you can join, but you'd have to prove yourself. Mm. What are you, mean girls in school? Like, <laughs> calm the fuck down. Mm. If you're cool, we can have a chat. If I really like yeah, you, Yeah, that's can the thing. It's like, look, like... I, I'm open to whatever. Uh, look, like, I, I was raised a Christian. I was talking to my mum the other day, and I was like, look, like, I, I don't have, like, my, oh, I'm, like, I'm not going to call my mum out on it, but, like. <laughs> on the podcast. I, like, <laughs> to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, obviously, like you know a big issue in the christian community is like people just look at christians and they go like oh well you know uh we we know about these christians in in america that are like they you know they're like anti-abortion they're they're anti like gay like you know (laughs) all this shit and it's like yeah it's it's wrong like it's it's wrong but it's like as christians so we're we're taught to like be accepting and and to be understanding and forgiving mm-hmm. and all this kind Those of are stuff the tenets, like but then at the same time it's like oh well this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong it's like it's it's very convoluted and it's very like uh, uh, uh. Well, it's like how can people but it's like preach love and give so much hate yeah but it's like life life is not black and white like no. there, there's you live in the gray area that's where everything happens you, and you'd i think love it to be black and white because it's so much easier yeah but <laughs> it's not easy <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah so from that perspective it's like i'm a christian or I, I consider myself christian like a raised christian but it's like i don't have any issues with this like yeah just you know like i'll hear you out and it, it's like something I, I said to to scott when like around the time that i started uni like that that was my first um like going to uni has been like my first kind of experience with this kind of other side of culture that I, not that I wasn't aware of it. It's just that I never knew anyone in that culture. Right. And then since like knowing Scott, since meeting Anna and meeting Justina, Rebecca, all these different people, it's like, Uni oh, alone, like it's, they're just people. Like, it, it literally makes no difference. Like, yeah, their sexual, sexual orientation is different. They're interested in different people than I am, but their culture, their race, that's, their, like, whatever, like, like it literally makes no difference. Cause at the end of the day, we're all still people. We all still yeah, make yeah. mistakes. So it's like, yeah, that, that's where like, it's not that like, oh, like religion is bullshit. This is bullshit or whatever. It's just that like, to reach their own. 
Yeah, yeah. That's really it. It's like to each other. I mean, right. So the perfect example, and I, I, I love this because she sums it up so perfectly. Um, I have a work colleague. Mm. She's very, very cool. Um, and I, 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 I'm going to put just like a little disclaimer in the nicest way possible. She is a brown skinned girl. I'm not entirely sure. You know, it's, you know, whatever. But the specifics, yeah. And to me, she's the most English person I've ever met. I'd, I'd argue more English than I am, right? Okay. Most people, because... Says the Bristolian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm from the open seas. I'm a bit of everything. But okay. Like, <laughs> um, but, like, so everyone goes, like, oh, where are you from? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure m- many people have heard this point. They go, where are you from? Mm. Meaning, why aren't you white? Yeah. And then she'll say, London. Mm. Or England or something like that. Yeah. And then people go, yeah, but where are you from? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe, maybe the second question implying, where are your parents from? Mm. But it's like, again, if they're third generation, mm. still London, still England. Yeah. And people don't get this concept. And it's like, but <laughs> to me, the culture is the important bit. Where you're born mm. and where you're around that culture, mm. that kind of defines where you're from, right? Yeah. Um, and because of that, like, just like me, she, she'll watch Modern Family every night. Mm. And it's like, that's a, I don't know, it's a very Western thing to do. Like, yeah. the bands we like, the music, and it's just like mm. English through and through. And even Basically. they get annoyed when they get us. Because it's like, mm. where do you think I'm from, dickhead? I'm from here. Like, <laughs> and they'll even say it like an English person. Yeah. You still go, yeah, but. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah. it must be so fucking annoying. Right. Mm. Like, no one asked me that question. They know exactly where I'm from. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't get it anymore. Like, for, mm. for a little bit, but... like you they, used to have more of an accent? I don't... I'm not actually sure, because I, I moved at quite a young age, and I think at that age, I kind of... You've always been well-spoken, I, I imagine. <laughs> maybe. Mother. Um, but I think as well, um, you know, when I moved here, I moved quite young. Well, I was, I don't know, seven, eight years old. Mm. Um, and I think one thing, especially when you're a young kid like that, and you're switching completely different cultures, different country different type of people entirely it's like you want to fit in uh-huh. so yeah i sound english i <laughs> i, 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 <laughs> I sound, I sound like i've lived here my whole life even though like i've lived the the la- like a longer amount of time in the uk than in south africa mm-hmm. but i like i still consider myself south african I those early I years as well yeah. is your most important development yeah and it, so like, yeah the ages of seven so it's like, it's like you know i i spent primary school in england i spent um, secondary school at two different like secondary schools and then college as well it, you know yeah. all in England so and it's that's like, a very specific like, English thing to go yeah, through yeah like the same like, thing like the music my tastes the way I speak like like even well, the humour like, like, yeah. our humour is very like mm-hmm. very intelligent I'd yeah. say but like you know so but like when, when I was in in school um, and I tell people like oh you know, or people would guess I've like I've had Greek Italian <laughs> Spanish like Basically everything except for what I actually am. I love that. But so, like, depending uh, on where you're from yeah. and how long ago you moved to England, I yeah. love that there's always, like, a selection of maybe three, right? Mm. So, I, I've, I've known a lot of Polish people that have lived here for a while. And, obviously, yeah. like, um, my favourite thing is about that accent is it turns very American when it gets mm. introduced to English. Right. And so, most people will go, oh, are you American? Are you Irish? Mm. Are you... But no one would ever yeah. say, are you Polish or are you English? They mm. go, American or Irish. And it's yeah. a really fun mutation of the accent to this one. It also right. it, it also depends on the type of English that you learn. Like, for, for me, in South Africa... I, oh, my God, I've had this question before. <laughs> Sorry, I think you mean South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've had this question before. So, so like, what language do they speak in South Africa? And I'm like, English, motherfucker. Like... <laughs> read a book <laughs> english like english of course like wh- what do you think i ah, speak like what swahili or something no it's like yeah there's other languages but 
English is the primary. It's like, um, yeah, oh, I speak Dutch. Yeah. They'd so, be like, no, you don't. It's mm. like, oh, okay, so you know that much then. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I've had people, like, looked at me surprised where they're like, oh, like, English is a language? In, or, or I've told people before, like, oh, I'm South African. And they're like, but you're white. I'm like, oh, Jeez, you, here we you go again. Like, do you know, <laughs> do you know anything good. about the South African history, like, at all? Because like, like, if you did, you'd probably know. <laughs> you could connect those two dots really quickly. It's like, um, there's so many, like, famous, like, things that they're like, the, the partition. Um, apartheid. In, apartheid, sorry. Yeah. Um, fuck's sake, this is how uneducated I am. You, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. It's like, um, obviously, like, you, I know the ones that are closest to me, if that makes sense. Like, the ones that affected our country the most, you're mm. more likely to learn. But yeah. ironically, we were, like, one of the biggest fucking factors in half of the shit around the world. But yeah. it's like, we're not really taught about a lot. Yeah, of yeah. South so, Africa is part of the Commonwealth. Yeah. yeah. We, we, what also, we, learn? Like, we learn Civil War and we learn Egyptians. Yeah. <laughs> like, like so, so this is what, it, as well, so, like, it depends on how you learn English. Like, in a lot of other countries, they learn american english and that's where you get like you, you, in like international schools especially yeah exactly yeah, yeah. like they when they learn english it's it's with the american accent and as well what a lot a lot of people do to learn english is they watch tv right and friends or something like what like what is all the content that we watch majority of it it all comes from america so no that, one's watching downton abbey to learn english <laughs> <laughs> no one's watching the crown hello sir <laughs> where are you from <laughs> What no, no think? one's watching. Uh, what's that show? Um, what's that one where where they do like nothing? Um, oh, what the one that's set in like a British village? Yeah, no, My, the, where I'm from, essentially. No, no, the one where it's like that guy that's like doing rapping or something. Like, oh, MC Grinder. Yeah. Um, oh, this is this is our country. No, that's no. the other one. Um, people just do nothing. That's the one. That's it's the like one. like people don't realize like that's that's what DJ English Grindr. like English people actually <laughs> kind of sound like. Ooh. Oh, I love it because what is it? It's all like, um, like drum and bit. No, it's like a really specific music, but like, yeah, I think it's like drum and dip, bass. EDM, yeah, it's so house music. Oh, do you ever, I couldn't finish that series. It fucking pissed me. I off. love stuff like that. It's like because it's such. A, it was too my culture. It was too mind numbing for me. It, like the thing is, it is cool. Like people just do nothing. Or is it? And uh, I was watching Chubbs, it. He always had like a new business idea. It was just some <laughs> shitty scam. Yeah. It was like he was talking about how he had all these packets of peanuts, but they were all just peanut dust. So he was just trying to go around selling boxes of peanut dust. Yeah. And it was like next yeah, episode, yeah. that shit's gone. Yeah. Oh no, I think they used all the boxes of peanut dust to soundproof the apartment for <laughs> their cot, like their radio station. <laughs> Oh, I think it's actually really close to mine yeah. as well. It was like, I don't mm. know, it's really... But it like it, it depends where you learn the language, how you learn the language. Like, that's something I'm, I'm trying to do now, right? So, like, my whole family is Portuguese, but my parents always spoke English at home. And then it's like, they're, like, surprised that I don't speak Portuguese. Mm. It's like, what, I was just meant to get it by osmosis. Yeah, just, yeah. just like, oh, Genetically, well, I have That's the thing, language. like, I, I can understand, like, if someone's talking to me or, like, my mum's talking to me, like, I can kind of understand what they're saying yeah. because I've, like, if we're around family or stuff, like, they speak in Portuguese. But, like, well, even I, Italian, I can't just... Italian's really emotional, so you can usually pick yeah. up on, like, cues. So it's like, I can't... I, I can't speak it just because, like, yeah, you don't just get information by osmosis. <laughs> well, I speak I the language. That I would don't be think awesome. Most people know that um, language in your early years, like as a baby, mm. it's all just from repeating it back. Yeah. So whatever it's, it, uh, so I think this it's immersion. It yeah. So there's two ways of learning languages. There's when you're a child, you learn it more emotionally, and it's more mm-hmm. of like a calling response. And then as a doll, mm. you have to do it intellectually, where you actually have to study the language and learn it. Yeah. Um, it's re- I, I don't know, I find that really interesting. So as a child, yeah. if you want them to speak a language, 
do it then because mm. then they'll just know it <laughs> like yeah. as an adult yeah um yeah so like now like kind of what i have to do is kind of look like oh how do other people learn languages like oh like watching tv it's like okay well there isn't as much like widely available just tv shows like, in, portuguese in... soap operas like yeah but the thing is like i have to try and find them what are the names of these shows right. what, like what platform are they on how can i watch you know a whole series or whatever um whereas like obviously english content it's very prevalent oh everywhere God, yeah. i watched narcos mexico or just narcos and it's all in spanish so it's like i was picking up obviously all the bad words but i was, I was picking up like spanish so like it was sounding like a drug dealer <laughs> yeah but so it's like yeah um, yeah so it's like i mean so i've been using duolingo but the issue with that is that like duolingo is very like just broken up grammar and just like the grammar is wrong yeah and like they they put words in weird places or it's not even like relevant like the first five uh what's it like modules that that you do it's it's just like words but none of them are actually like anything you, you would like, need to or want to say to learn phrases and words right? yeah it's it's like teach me like can i order this can i get this or like you know where can i find this or i don't speak the you know i, I don't speak portuguese like... or like you know how much is this like the actual shit like if you were to go on holiday you'd want to know these words the words for that's currency, not what yeah. duolingo teaches also, you <laughs> that's another thing is not only is our currency really annoying for for like people coming over and exchanging their currency mm. um also, I don't say it like how they would expect to hear it. Mm. They expect to hear £3.42p, right? Mm. I say 342 mm. Already, I can imagine that's really fucking confusing because that sounds like 342 Yeah. Um, and it's how I speak because like, English people just tend to understand it. If I say 1085 you know it's £10.85. Yeah. But again, like if you're still very new to the language, mm. you've only ever heard it in a very specific way. You point out the pounds and the mm. pennies, right? And there's, a hem- there's an emphasis yeah. on it. The, I say, the like, Brits also do that with time. So it's yeah, like you'll say it's, it's it's like it's twenty two, yeah, but it's Half like past. it's 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 twenty to what? <laughs> it's five two, <laughs> yeah, it's five two. It's like they just okay, expect like you to know the previous five, hour. Five to two, five to three. Like oh, be specific. Five minutes past three. Hours. This was like something like we noticed like very early on. It's yeah. like ah, uh, like be specific about your times. Um, but yeah, there's, there's all kinds of cultural differences. Um, but yeah, like it's it's kind of crazy. Do you know how long we've been? We've got so far on the timer. Uh, Forty minutes left. No, no, we can record as long as we want. But well, we're only fourteen minutes in. Forty. Oh shit! Okay, we've been so, recording for a while. Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I was like, time just went. Um, Obi one question mark. Yeah. I mean, the funniest thing is, I don't have much to say about this show at all i actually have more to say about miss marvel and i don't even want to talk about that show so we'll just go from there nick so okay, as our resident so, star wars expert <laughs> um i don't know i would kind of say that for for the most part these recent shows from disney star wars and marvel and whichever company they've absorbed i think they're all very forgettable yeah <laughs> then they're kind of shit Let, yeah. let's be honest like yeah I think the idea of, like, how they've been releasing them, like, week by week, it's cool because, you know, when you're in it, there's some anticipation for the next one. But I think for the most part, it's just been, like, 
it gets to like midway through the season and then the quality just drops off and then the last episode is good and then like that's it that's another thing is i don't think it was you the difference between formatting it originally as a six episode run mm. means the writers and the directors can plan it out to be six episodes yeah this feels like a short film mm. that was bolstered by about six hours yeah do you know what i mean like um i got to be real i'm not a huge fan of this like oh let's just do like six to eight episodes like it, it sucks because it's unless like you've you, got a you, reason for doing it don't you do really it. can't like really like dive into any kind of character development it's just like one short kind of little, plot line bit, yeah and that's it it's, it really leaves no room for they like sprinkle development out for like five minutes per episode yeah like, you know. it's it's really like i think it's a bit restrictive on, on the story and yeah, like they, let me let me ask you this: If you took away all the really cool Darth Vader scenes that they put a lot of time and effort into, it would be dog shit. This show is uh, basically EastEnders in space. It's not about Kenobi either. <laughs> that, that's the it's worst. That's the worst thing about else. it. It's about Leia and Reva. It's like okay, cool, but if you wanted to make a story about those characters, then make a show about those characters. Don't just like anchor it off of Reavers. another character that's established like i think that's such dog shit and it, i think it's false advertising it's like you've hyped the show up as a, like this is obi-wan it's like he's coming back or like this is mm. it's going to fill in the gap of what happened in between that period of you know the the, the six movies in between the, the saga but like it's not really about Kenobi. Like, you're just using Kenobi's name as, like, the nostalgia and the anchor to, like, oh, people mm-hmm. are like, oh, it's Kenobi, anchors you in. And then it's like, oh, it's actually about 10-year-old Leia, <laughs> but who's, like, far too wise for her age, like, far too kind of snarky and self-aware. She, it's like, that's I, it a fucking jarring. 10-year-old. It How, jarring. It's, ugh, it was... Ugh. That's another thing is, they get away with it with Obi-Wan a little bit because he's already had so much development in like several yeah. other things several better things problem with yeah. reva is brand new undeveloped no one cares mm. i hate them um like i don't care why they're in that show or there was, it felt like they had no reason to be there yeah other than to cause a scene also mm. even story-wise there are so many and it's like little things you can get away with mm. especially with disney products but there was just so many conflicting things that was like why are you doing... Like, I didn't mm. believe any of the characters would actually do anything that happened. Yeah. Everything just made no sense. And then th- shit just kind of happened. Mm. I think one of the big issues as well with this, like, whole... The way that Star Wars... and Or the way that Disney has been doing these new Star Wars um, content is that um, they're not they're not doing anything new. Mm-hmm. And so, so what they're doing is they are... They're trying to fill in these gaps in the storyline of you know the the nine films but the issue is is that there's no stakes like we know what's going to happen so it's like in in the kenobi series darth vader and kenobi face off but we know that there's not really much you can do there's no stakes because we know that they're both none of them are going to (laughs) die because we know that they, they appear in the next movie same with leia as well with leia and then so it's like, well, he's also not going to, like, get an arm chopped off or, like, anything like that because, well, he has an arm in the, in the next movie. So yeah. it's like, they, like, when, when they were doing, um, what's it, Anthony and Joe Russo, right? When they were doing, like, uh, Captain America Civil War and they were doing, like, yeah, Infinity War yeah. uh, and Endgame, they, they said on purpose, like, they kind of wrote themselves into a corner um, in order to, like, you know, they have to solve, how, how do it's we beat Thanos? Something. Yeah. By, like, 
if if we remove all this kind of shit, how do we actually beat him, right? Whereas with Star Wars, they've just they haven't written themselves into a corner. They've just chosen the corner yeah. and gone like, oh well, <laughs> this is what we're going. Instead of like developing anything new, yeah, they're just focusing on nostalgia, and I think it's complete dog shit. Like Boba Fett, Boba Fett was rubbish. Uh-huh. Kenobi was rubbish because they like they're just using nostalgia and oh, this character already exists. People like them and. That's enough to make a whole series about it, but they don't really add anything to it. My favorite bit, easily, mm. was the bit where we spent almost a whole episode with a mole man yeah. and a little red laser <laughs> gate. Like a little red laser gate. <laughs> that at any point during this episode, mm. they could have walked around. Yeah. It doesn't even go up the fucking cliff. There's mm. literally gaps. Yeah. And they at one point, there's mm. no one there. Just walk around. And it's just this whole episode where... They're just sat in a truck. Mm. It's a bit awkward. And then yeah. they're like, oh, there's a gate there. What do we yeah. do? This is Star Wars. Mm. And now we're waiting at check lights. I'm, I'm not a fan of Disney either. Like, they haven't really fucked with the story too much, but they also have. Like, I, I'm not a fan. Like, leave George Lucas's stuff alone leave and go do alone. your... Just go do your own stuff. Like, Mandalorian, I think, for the most part, has been really well received. And in my opinion, it's really good content. I love like, it. It's some of the best Star Wars that we've had. I love that it really leaned into the Western side of Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, but what has it been? It's been like 12 to 13 episodes long. Each episode is like 40 to 50 minutes long. Like it all has hour, a like, start, middle, like and end. Hour-long hour episodes, and they like really dive into something. Whereas like Boba Fett, it's like, what, eight episodes? Kenobi, it's like eight episodes. And it's like the first episode will be 40 minutes. The next one, 25. Oh next God, one, yeah. 30. So the next one, Like it's... There's no consistency. That's so that's another thing. Like storytelling wise, I think usually in a in a TV show, you'd have that episode to episode start middle end. There's a big story every time, mm-hmm. and that's really important. And then you have the overarching story that feeds yeah. it all together, right? Mm. So uh, Kenobi just kind of went in a straight line. Just kind of went. Here's what it is. Yeah. And you're gonna watch us do it all. Just yeah. in kind of one smooth motion. Because so I was watching some review and they basically said like that nothing's changed like from from the start of the series to the end status quo like yeah kenobi is like there's kenobi's the same like he starts off as just like he's watching luke and you know he's just you know kind of detached from the force the only difference is at the end he's back with the force but he like he's just watching luke again like he's <laughs> nothing's changed is, like, when you think of obi-wan during this time you think of a little hermit in a cave Watching Luke, and yeah. that is it. It's just got like full circle, and like that's it. It's like, it's oh, like okay. oh, they must have just forgot that he went on this whole fucking adventure with yeah. Leia at one point, and then just forgot about Luke for a whole. Se- we didn't see. We saw Luke a little bit at the start. A little Honestly, bit at the end. I think Star Wars was better with the mystery. Like Boba Fett as a character was better before he they removed his fucking helmet and made him speak. If you're gonna like, go through the effort of destroying the mystery that people love yeah you have to give a very fucking valid reason to do so mandalorian with the helmet did it very well i think mm. pedro pascal did not show his face like he didn't need to be on screen yeah but the few times he was in that first season mm. especially it was you knew it was important yeah because there were stakes and to, it had stakes there were stakes yeah. to him Fed removing the helmet it. And it, you could see how he was changing because of those decisions mm. in all aspects of his life the other thing is in boba fett like, half of it wasn't even about him. There was, like, two or three episodes that were just basically, like... What? They, they, were ju- they, were just man- they were just Mandalorian episodes 
stuck in the Boba Fett series. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why would that you do that? one episode for about 40 minutes where Boba Fett just isn't in it. <laughs> yeah. It was like two episodes, because it's what? There's like the first one with... Um, oh, he comes back to me. Yeah. yeah. It's like the first one where he like gets Grogu, and then the second one where... Because it starts in like, space with... Hit, like, oh, you're about back in Mando season... No, no, in, 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 Boba, in Fett? Boba Fett, there's like the two, two whole episodes where like thing. he doesn't even fucking appear in it. It's, it's rubbish. Because like, they were like, oh, we're just going to continue Mando for a bit so we can go back to season three afterwards. Like, what, what it says to me is like, Disney really doesn't have like a clear direction that they want to go in. They, they also don't like, have any faith in their projects. Yeah, because all, all they're doing is one, all the news that you hear about like the Disney Star Wars stuff is that like, oh, this has been cancelled. There's a new director creative differences this that the other and you're like okay so it's very clear that like creatively disney wants to do one thing which is like push what's right like the right messaging at the moment that's what they're oh doing God, yeah. Let, let's be real that, that's what they're the, doing the film you know where they had that one scene of two women kissing but it was a separate shot so they could cut it out for overseas audiences i don't mm. know if you knew about this but it was literally like they put it into the americans and the english and everyone else would go mm. Oh, they do support gay people mm. but then overseas in like china cut out immediately didn't they and do that they in, do Buzz, so in the new lightyear film in so many films dude yeah it's always edited so that it doesn't offend people overseas mm. but it also doesn't offend <laughs> people over here for not i offending saw people. i saw um there was some cinema in texas or, or i don't know i, I want to say it's texas because yeah uh, as far as i remember that that's what it said um where for this new Lightyear film that they, they 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 did, there's a like there's a scene of you know like you know two women kissing. He's like cool, like what's wrong with that? Mm -hmm. um, but they put like a fucking warning on on the like the door to enter the cinema, just saying like oh yeah we can't get rid of it or no I think they removed it. They they did something to like oh like they put some kind of warning basically saying like oh yeah. Um, there's this scene in it like we're sorry if it offends you it's like it's such bullshit what, what, what harm <laughs> is it to a child if he sees a man and a woman kiss oh that's right but like the same gender they're like you can't show that to children it'll mess Wait, them up when, when I was a kid my, like if there was like even not even like a sex scene but my, like someone kissing or anything like that my parents were like cover my eyes <laughs> like it's not for you to look at <laughs> so I, I don't know I think it's it's one if you don't like that shit then it's not just, for you to look at it's like <laughs> honestly <laughs> Cinema is not for you anymore. If that's something that really bothers you, it, do you know what? Cinema is not for many people. <laughs> it's just like it's. You always go there expecting something, and mm. it's always different. It's usually uh, worse. Yeah, I, I think that the one big thing for me is that like you can really tell that it's like that. There's just no. I'm not excited for any anything anymore. It's like I sometimes an episode would come out and it would be until the next one I didn't even know it. It's it's the same thing with like gaming right now. It's like anytime there's a new film or a new game released and then you just see like okay, who's the director? Who are the main like actors? And then I'm like, okay, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Because you, you can just already see it's like this film isn't going to be about like let's create a fantastic story. It's just going to be about what is like the right messaging that we can put in this? How can we like, yeah. you know, kind of just milk the money out of this? And it's like, well, I spend I don't so much of my that. time just watching older things that I haven't seen that I know are mm. good. Then even take a yeah. chance on half the newest shit. Yeah. I'd rather play the same four games that consistently make me happy than even try some of the dog shit that comes. It's out. kind of funny that like the the one game that I think everyone returns to is Minecraft because it's like it's just straightforward. There's Bruh. no BS. There's like I'm really glad you mentioned Minecraft because we're <laughs> we are I don't know if you've been on recently. Mm. We've got a realm and yeah. we didn't touch it for a while. We made mm. a little progress. 
Then my flatmate came on. Yeah. And he's been rinsing it. Yeah. So I've been rinsing it. Mm. And it's like, we're genuinely just... Every time you're like, I'll never get back into Minecraft. And we always mm. do. Because Minecraft is inevitable. Yeah. In another year, <laughs> I will rebuy that realm. And we'll mm. put another fucking month into it. And then never touch it again. Yeah. Um, and I love it. It's always there for you when you need it. Exactly. It's just that one game where it's like, I know that like... I don't appre- it- appreciate having to buy it all the fucking time like Skyrim. I will mm. mention that. Um, because mm. when I bought it on my Switch, I expected to be able to play it on my Switch. And then it doesn't even work on the realms. And so... It's just another £20. Oh, yeah. It's because there's two yeah, the different versions <laughs> of the game. They need to unify that. Moonshine was so much friendlier, but mm. Microsoft makes so many more updates. So it's like... Mm. That's like the one... They update the game every year. And the one thing that Minecraft does that I rate over every other company that's making games is that every year they have Minecon or whatever the fuck the conference is called. <laughs> And it's, I mean, basically, they're asking kids to vote because realistically, that's who's playing it consistently. But what they do every year is they, they like, they give you a vote on, like, oh, these are the, like, we have, like, three different mobs that we're doing. Oh, so shit. they yeah, let yeah. you vote and then they do, it's like, oh. Force them, like, so basically, they let you choose what they're going to put into the updates, what they're going to focus on. Something like Minecraft as well. And that's, like, like all, all all this like um the update that they did recently with like the caves and cliffs thing like that it's that was all like such a big update fans voted on that because they they, they, they had been asking years. it for ages yeah. they were like oh my god update caves and then they did it <laughs> new like, b update <laughs> oh my god they actually did it like <laughs> like the funnest thing how about, often does that happen um like going through minecraft again it's just seeing all the shit that we haven't seen yet mm. Scott was Scott was just telling me about every new mob there is. He's like, "Fuck, dude!" He's like, "There's foxes, there's bears, yeah. there's like all of this shit. There's like, there's bees." And I was like, "For a while, it was just like dolphins." Yeah. And now they've just added everything. Like, like now you you can just see fish in the water, and Ooh. if you want, you can just kill them. Yeah. Like it. But I was saying to Scott, right? If you play Minecraft modern day, mm. you kind of expect Minecraft to be this massive thing, right? Mm. But if you were ever lucky enough to play it genuinely back when it was closer to vanilla, yeah. Everything just feels like a really cool bonus. Yeah. And it's and it's such a different way of mm. looking at it because you expect the basics, right? Yeah. You know what basic Minecraft is. So all the new shit feels huge and it's all for mm. free. Yeah. If you buy Minecraft now, that's just the state you expect it to be. Yeah. And I don't feel like that hits as hard as like going through every year and finding new shit and it's like yeah. that's why people come back to it. It's so good mm. in that sense. The polar opposite is uh Pokemon. But the issue with Pokemon is they make you like rebuy a new game every year. But it's like the the like the two franchises that have just been going, and the, the the reason why I think everyone likes them is because they grew up with it. But they've just stayed true to what what made it good, and they've just continued they to iterate the on it. They got it. Whereas now. like like Minecraft, you just you know you buy it once, either like the Bedrock Edition or the Java Edition for your computer. And that's it. Like, it just updates. You don't have to pay for the updates. It just comes out. You can download it, and, like, that's it. Whereas Pokemon, like, yeah, you have to... Well, that's... It's Nintendo's MO. New platform, new game. Nintendo do this thing where they'll they'll revolutionize something. Mm. And as soon as that formula is down, they will reuse it and just refine it a little bit every time. So, Pokemon's always got a new little thing, or it's got, like, um, now, like, the quality of life issues. Mm. It's really easy just to do the same formula. Yeah. Um, But it is... The same formula. But then they're doing what they did with Zelda. Zelda was always very samey. And then mm. similarly with Mario, you'd have the main games that were the same. Yeah. But then you'd have that spin-off that kind of took a chance, right? right. Um, but then with Breath of the Wild, that was the first time they took a chance on like a mainline series. And now Pokemon, 
they had like a little test run with Arceus, which was like the open world one. Mm-hmm. I've never played it, but there's a new one coming out. Right. Uh, it's going to be like a bigger, it's going to be Breath of the Wild Pokemon edition, right? Right. Like properly. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm interested because I want to buy it because Breath of the Wild was crazy. Um, but it's it, like, I'm noticing like they kind of wait a while before they'll try and change that formula up big time, right? Mm. Uh, a lot of it was done like with, but they usually do it with the console. Like with the Wii, they kind of had right. to change everything. Right. Um, but the Switch is like a that's, really nice middle ground. That's that's a huge thing as well. Is like, uh, when when so Nintendo did the Wii, and people were like it's dog shit. They did the the Wii U, and people were like, oh, they're finished. Like that's it. No like, one bought the Wii. It's, U. You know, there's no more. There's not gonna be like another. You know, like home console for sharing. I don't know if I mentioned this, but there were some really good games that only came out for the Wii U, and they just mm. didn't port them to Switch. I, mm. The only time they've remade um, Wind Waker, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, which is my favorite one, is the yeah. super cartoony one. They made a HD, like, 60 FPS one for the Wii U. Still haven't got it on Switch. Uh. It's been fucking years, mate. Just port it. I want the game <laughs> so badly, but I refuse mm. to buy a fucking Wii U. Yeah. And it's like... But I think that's why they do it. Yeah. Is you'll buy a Wii U to play it. Like, mm. But, the, like, people thought, like, ah, like, Wii U, it's it's shit. You know, you can't get, like, great games. So da-da-da. as well. And then... Like they announced the switch and people people are still apprehensive. Like, oh, you know, it's too small. It's no, not going to be powerful switch. enough. Have like, or all like people are so apprehensive. And now people are like, oh, I want a switch. I want what's it? Animal Farm. I want fucking Mario Odyssey. I want <laughs> all this shit. Farm. Animal Crossing. Animal Stardew Crossing. Valley. <laughs> that's the one. Star- I, oh, I have Animal Farm. I have Stardew Valley on my PC. I, love I still don't game. understand how to play it. It intimidates me too much. <laughs> it's it's an interesting concept. It's just yeah, like it, you have if to. If you got you into to... it, I'd imagine it's really satisfying. It's the same with Terraria. If you get into it, oh, <sighs> like it can be such a time soak. They're such simple looking games, but they scare me more than Minecraft because Minecraft <laughs> kind of makes eat more sense to my mm. brain. Um, yeah, I love it. Though. I'm glad. I'm glad we got to we covered a lot. We, mm. we got games, we got Obi-Wan, out of the way, because I don't want to talk about that shit again. Um, I just... kind of refuse to watch Miss Marvel, so don't expect it. Mm. Um, I mean, if it's good. It's, uh... it's been really... It's kind of a dog shit show with some really high-budget graphics. Mm. I just... I, I, I watched though. the... Wh- whichever Sorry, I, episode I watched with you, that was it. <laughs> it was bad. I think the... At least for me... For Miss Marvel, I'm just seeing it like that. That that show is made for a younger younger, audience, so I'm just like, I'm. It's a bit like the Star Wars Rebels to Clone Wars. Yeah, it's like I I don't want to sit here and like fucking be like just rip into this show and then. It's, it's like, like ripping into any it, kid's show. It's, it's like you don't feel good about yeah, it. Yeah, it's not made for me. It's <laughs> like because like, you got you got some shows like like I'd call them not kid shows but accessible shows. Mm. SpongeBob is accessible for most audiences. Yeah. Um, Power Rangers younger audience right mm. and it's like there's two types even though it can be aired for kids and watched by kids the the level of quality if it's high enough it can be enjoyed by fucking anyone mm. right um, and like that was the thing like Clone Wars could have been watched by kids yeah. and it could have been watched by adults and everyone loved it I mean Rebels, I watched I, I watched Clone Wars growing up mm. and then I watched all of it again, where, I watched, yeah, yeah I watched yeah, yeah. all of it once it all like came out it's on, on Disney thing. Plus if it's good and you get to relive it as an adult, and it's mm. better. You like because yeah. as a kid, the most common thing is you love something, and as an adult, you go, "Oh, this is really fucking stupid," and then yeah. like you just lose that love. Yeah. But if something's that good, and then you come back to it, you go, "Oh my god, it's better." Yeah. And it's like, oh, it feels so. That's good, the thing. Man. Like with, with with Clone Wars, it was like obviously as a kid, like you love it because you just don't have that like you don't have that that like critical thinking of yeah. like. Oh, this is good. This is bad, or whatever. Being a kid is fun. It's just like, oh my god, it's Obi Wan. Oh my god, it's Anakin, or like whatever. Every time um, you hear the, psh, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's fucking grievous. Um, but then, like, so I watched it whenever Disney Plus came out and, like, we finally got a subscription. Mm. Um, I went and watched back, like, all the seasons. I, I watched it in um, just, like, release order. I didn't watch it because, like, Clone Wars was the the same as the the movies they never it's release just, anything in the yeah. right order they just tell little stories i think star wars and disney are incapable of just doing a linear story they're like nope one person one story <laughs> we're gonna do one direction we're gonna do time. the middle first then the prequel and then the sequels it's like yeah, who knows who's gonna make the movie <laughs> like uh, so it, it makes it hard to watch it as a fan but yeah, yeah i watched it in the way they released it and it's like what i found is like the first two maybe three seasons are like mm, they're a bit it's very like kiddie and they're mm. still kind of finding their stride but seasons four through seven are like yeah. they really start to nail it like they nail the storytelling it's, it's, it's just a shame the show TV didn't shows continue in general past that. as well i very rarely will ever toss them to watch the first season of a tv show mm. always sunny community modified i know because mm. it, gets, it always gets funnier yeah it, about three or four season three or four mm. right and then by season, depending on how many they are, it just, because mm. they refine it and they get good at it, and the money mm. goes up, so it just becomes such a better experience. Yeah. Um, the first season is always like a, is it going to make it? Is it going to be? It's a very stressful, mm. risky season. Um, it's like Always Sunny. Everyone knows that show starring Danny DeVito. First <laughs> season doesn't have him. And when people go mm. back and watch it, especially like someone like Jamie, who will watch it in my room. So we're always on like season seven, right? Or yeah. Onwards. Yeah. When he went back to watch season one and there's a whole season where it, he's just not there, not mentioned, not... Yeah. And you're just like, when the fuck is he like yeah. arriving? Is yeah, he late? Yeah. Like, um, and it, there's so many things like that. And it's 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 a very common TV thing, I mm. think. I think... It's like, it's I how think most, I think most shows have like two or three really good seasons and then the rest is just like just yeah that's the worst because that like yeah like like you said like season one is usually like that you know it's it's like the the the, the growing pains they're, mm. they're just kind of figuring it out and then like season two is usually like really good season three really good season four maybe really good or just like good and then a- after well, after that, that that's when like the studios are like oh no we have to keep the show going so we can make money da 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 and once money comes into the equation, nah, it, it just They're goes They're not to thinking shit. artistically anymore. Though, yeah, it's, it's just business. like, oh, how can we continue this so that people keep watching and, yeah. you know, keep the money rolling in? Like, uh. I mean, because, like, I, my favorite is, like, when comedy shows will have, like, sponsors. Mm. But the thing is with comedy shows is they can have a lot more room with those yeah, sponsors. They have a lot more levity. They don't just have to pander to the audience. They make jokes out of it. They yeah. work it into it. And yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's really clever. Um mm. But there's also the opposite where... Mary's berries. <laughs> Bill Burr. Just like a random GoPuff advert in the middle. Like, um, Scott was t- uh, asking me to watch Prison Break recently. Mm. And I've heard of it. I know I knew a lot of people that watch Prison Break. Never finished it. It's a lot of seasons. Mm. But it's the opposite where the first few seasons are premium quality. Yeah. But I think he said like... He didn't watch season three, but then onwards, it just mm. becomes a very not good show. Yeah. So he said, like, I don't expect you to watch season one, maybe two. Yeah. And it's like, it's weird, because when you say how many seasons, you go, they go 14. And you go, you're expecting to watch all 14. And then someone goes, stop it, the second one, if you want. Yeah. And it's just like, that's just kind of how TV shows, you, mm. you find the good bits, and then you kind of forget the rest, you know? Yeah. But that's, that's like I don't know, it's, it's like the opposite of what Netflix is doing. It's like, I think tradi- I traditional TV... They just keep it going, like 20 seasons, just keep it going, just keep it, like, keep it releasing it. 
And then what Netflix does is like, we'll do two. We'll give you two tops and then cancel. Oh, it's a really good show. Uh, the season did really well. Okay, we'll, we'll do something else. People love it. People want another season. Nah. We're just going to make more Stranger <laughs> Things so you can go. <laughs> I mean, my dad, when I was in Portugal. By the way, I, Stranger Things, very good. I, I very much enjoyed it. I don't know if you've, you haven't uh, caught up. I, uh, nah. It's very enjoyable. Most people very like it. Yeah. If you've, prob- I've, I've you've been... probably heard the song on social media too much. Running up that hill. Yeah, that one. And yeah. it's just like every TikTok, yeah, yeah. every Instagram reel, every yeah. story on my post. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Apart from apart from the aggressive nostalgia baiting that that show does, mm. and how much people fought for it, it is a very good show, and I did enjoy it. <laughs> the amount of merch they can sell just by like making things look oh vintage, <laughs> vintage, ah, yeah. VHS. <laughs> It's on cassette. I That's love that. So what, what was cool. it? The, the other day, last <laughs> yeah, week, last week good. when we were walking, um, we were walking. Where did we go? We were by like Charing Cross, yeah, um, yeah. And we were walking through whatever area it was, and I was like, I bet you all these vintage stores are just like like vintage clothes, but it's just <laughs> been like reprinted. Yeah, it's it's it was made this year. <laughs> yeah, but it looks twenty years old. <laughs> Vintage clothes from 2008. (laughs) It's not vintage. Fresh, brand new vintage clothes. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's just emulating a look. It's like, okay, I get that, but don't advertise as vintage. It's like like buying a brand new second-hand car. It's the same thing with the filters that we were talking about. It's like, oh, like, like Kodak filters. It's like, it's not Kodak. Like, if you shoot on film, it gives you a very specific look. Yeah. Even if you try and emulate that, digitally it's like you can get close but it's still not the same because the actual image was captured just in a sharper image you know whatever that's yeah okay i think we've got website yes uh announcement announcement. by the end of this month july at early august we'll have a website launched we're gonna have a section for like i'm just gonna call it a blog for now we don't have a name for it or what's the official title but we're gonna have kind of like journalism in a somewhat official capacity um we've got potentially an editor i'm not going to announce that yet but i think it'll be good and then with that as well we're going to have a section for different artists myself mason our friends you know we can put our stuff on there we can put merch we can put all our stuff connect it all bring it I'm, all in I'm one really place i'm really excited we've uh, like last year it was it was very slow because it was mainly the foundations yeah but we're at that point now where we're getting opportunities coming in and we're like we mm. just have to take them yeah um and i'm I'm really excited because the longer we do this the mm. more people are seeing us as a bit more real mm. and the more people like the more times that every time we ask someone do you want to work with us mm. the answer is more commonly going yeah yeah that would be really fun like yeah it's becoming more of like an exciting thing mm. and that's what we really want the website i think will be crucial and i'm mm. really excited to get that off the ground like yeah it will be refined and refined and it will just keep being better and bigger. Sure. And that will be kind of our main space. I yeah. think if you, if you think need so. us or if you want us. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, the difficulty is like with social media platforms is like, you can only do so much. You're kind of managing um, an audience that's already there. I imagine. Yeah. More than reaching out to find new stuff. Yeah. Like you, you want a website as a centralized place where people can go like, okay, you know, I want, I don't know. So for example, Artemis, she does like the artwork for, the, the the podcast covers like that is done by our friend artemis right it's like so if someone sees that and says like oh i i want something like that or she mm. does animation um i need to hire an animator like go to our website we'll have a little page you can you know see some of her work you can see a little bio mm. maybe a picture 
and then you know there'll be a way to contact them. Or, That's the thing because you know you'd, you'd so. be able to find them in the descriptions of most of the things. That, yeah, their stuff. But if it, it should just be second nature that if you want one of us specifically, you want to find one of those. Yeah, the website would just be the guaranteed place. Yeah, to the, do this that, is like. where like we kind of then kind of start turning into more of like agency. Um, but I think like it's it's not something that we have to be like oh I, we, well, we, we still are doing productions yeah and it's stuff, like, like we yeah. we aren't just gonna be like oh we're a design agency and that's what we do I think mm. like the part of the point of what we want to do is kind of have a bit of everything <laughs> yeah have our fingers in a lot yeah. of things um, because yeah like why not we're we're able to Listen, so why and not it's like if we've got people in our community and they're doing their own thing. I fully expect them to be in everything else. Not, yeah. Obviously, t- to a degree, whatever they want to mm. do and stuff, but it's like the podcast. It's like mm. anyone can come on. We can yeah. have a rotating cast. You know, we yeah. could, uh, if we do shows, like if we have a cameraman for one thing, mm. chances are they'll probably be on the next thing, right? Yeah. Um, and it's like, there's so many things like that that I, I think I'm just, oh, I'm so excited. I'm yeah. so excited to have me and you on one end of a podcast room and a little sofa in the middle for all of our buddies to come yeah. to. It'd be fucking sick. <laughs> that would be like. awesome, yeah. I think gone are the days where it's like you're just one thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think anyone is... You wouldn't get a job. Yeah. You'd be fucked, uh, especially like, in this industry. That, that was when um, when I was thinking about going to uni and stuff. At that time, I was like, I'd been doing photography for a while. I had a lot of experience already. And like, I thought like, oh, like I, I could just be a photographer. But I think the issue is like, you can't just be one thing anymore. It's like, I think when you specialize to such yeah. a degree, you've actually narrowed your options down a fair bit. Yeah. Because I think it's like, right, you're amazing at camera work. Mm. How are you with people? How are you in a team? Yeah. All these other skills or like all, mm. all these other things you might be asked to do. Yeah. It's like if you can only do one of them really well, then like a lot of jobs are just going to be off the yeah. table. Yeah, because it's, it's just inevitable in like in the world we live in right now, everything is going to video, right? Everything is mm. going to like short form Online. vertical video. So it's like, okay, so if you're a photographer, one, you got like, first of all, how are you getting work? And then two, it's like, all the platforms to get yourself out there are now switching to prioritizing videos. So how are you going to get people to notice you? Yeah. Just like things like that. It's like, okay, well, if you're a photographer and someone asks you, Hey, like, can you do this video for me? Obviously you want to say like, yes, but if you're like, uh, actually, I don't know how to do video, then they're just going to, they're just going to move on to the, some, yeah, someone (laughs) else. They're going to find someone that has done video and can do it. Yeah. So that's where it's like, I think it's really valuable as best as you can, at least to like, like just have a foundation what, whatever your like pri- like your primary skill is right like mine's photography it's like teach yourself video as well learn yeah. how to shoot video learn how to edit video it's like even if you want to work on film yeah. learn digital regardless it cuz it's if you, so prevalent if you want to do a podcast right like this is maybe more relevant to you it's like it, so we're doing uh, podcasting right now mason knows how to edit and generally mason will will edit each episode but as well like you know Teach yourself about audio. How does like you know the the microphones work? How how yeah. do you like um, uh, like monitor the audio? How do you change the gain? How do you make sure that it sounds right? I think and then with that you can then like okay I, I know about audio I know about podcasting let's talk about like doing a radio show or right let's get into music like you, streaming it's like all the subsidiaries yeah. like and that's the thing it's like um the beautiful thing about kind of trying it on your own first mm-hmm. is you have to individually recognize every element. Yeah. Audio, video, mm. branding, market, like all yeah. of these things. It's like when you're running it on your own, mm-hmm. you have to do it. Yeah. Whereas if you were joining a team, you mm. just have one job and you focused on that. But it's like, again, like it's mm. becoming less and less common to have that kind of role. Yeah. And I, I think like, if we think historically speaking, most people think like, okay, like I'm this and I'm this and that's it. Right, but they think like there's no overlapping with anything else. So I'm I'm 
you know, I study fine art. I'm an artist. Like that's what I do. I paint. Right. But it's like, it's if, only paint and it's only like, canvas. If you do. So our friend Lisa, we recently did some photos for her for a merch. Right. She did. She's just, she studies fine art. She's an artist, but guess what? Like you can print that art either on, <laughs> on, on t-shirts or like shit like this. Like you, you can, can do paintings. Money. Or it's like, so there's a lot of overlap in these different skills that you can use to your advantage. Like, mm-hmm that this is the day and age that we live in it's like if you're a photographer then you can probably you probably know how to use photoshop so that's the skill that's also graphic design you can use illustration you can go into this you can do magazines you can do merch you can do blogging you could like it just builds one after the other yeah and there's so much crossover with all these skills and thank god to adobe if you know how to use one then you can probably get on with the next one really easily so yeah See, if you know a shortcut for a Photoshop, you know it for Illustrator. Exactly. Command Z is the same in everything. Oh my God, or yeah, or yeah. Control Z is the same on everything. Because then when you go to something that doesn't have it, you're like, what is this garbage? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we, we live in a new age. And I think, you know, that that's something that we want to try and do here at Munch Media. That's, that's what we're trying to do for ourselves. And then also, like, it. the, the thing is, like, you don't want to just hoard this all for yourself. Like, oh, let's do a company and it's just for us. It's yeah, like... Yeah great especially with the internet nothing's really for you anymore exactly. it's for everything so like it's like it's not just for us it's for all our friends as well our friends of friends and then you know from there whoever anyone that enjoys yeah, it man like, yeah, yeah, like for come real. join us well that's another thing is like if you personally have made it to this part of the podcast and you would like to do anything mm. it could be a podcast it could be music it could be merch it could be fucking whatever you do whatever you want to do if genuinely if you reached out to one of us yeah we would help. Like, we would support, we'd do it, and whatever that, w- like, may work out for you. Mm. But we'd, we'd talk about it. And that's the thing, is, like, even talking about it is such an important step. Yeah. Um, and it's like, our, our jobs are kind of to be able to cover so many bases that anyone that could come to us would have support. Yeah, I mean? how so, can we provide the tools that you need to do what you want to do? Because it's like, if I if you don't know something, you'll go learn it. Yeah. Like, we've, oh, seen, yeah. we've seen it happen. It's like, and that's, that's kind of the constant push, mm. like... Yeah, so if you want to, at Munchy Media Limited on Instagram, on, is it the same on Twitter? I think it's just at Munchy Media on Twitter. At Munchy Media. Check us out. Or, you know, contact us directly. Um, You can email us, uh, info at munchymedia.co.uk, or on socials at Nicholas Diabru, I'll stick it on here, and then at... Mason.thea, Mason. what's yours? At Mason.thea. Hey, yeah, Mason.thea, yeah, there you go. But it might come up as Murdoch. Murdoch, yeah, <laughs> with a wolf. Always a wolf and red. You know it's him. It's my brand. <laughs> so, oh, if your stand was in, in the picture. Well, it's the end of the podcast, and I'm happy to move this shit now. You can, you can kind of see this picture. <laughs> it's mine. It, it's mine. Hold on. <laughs> we'll stick it on there. Oh, I'm, not, I'm turning the stand, but not the actual... Oops. God, this is... Sorry, <laughs> sorry, audio listeners. You've just had a very bad five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the podcast. Cool. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate your engagement. Uh, we'll catch you next time. See you later, guys. See you later. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, it's red. <laughs> look at my design. It's red and it's a wolf. <laughs> I'm an artist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nice one.